Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Leslie. Welcome to Quince. A little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. Oh, today is Friday, August 17th, 2018. And do you know what tomorrow is? The 18th. The 18th. (laughs) And according to NPR, it is going to be the date where the most people get married because they're going for that 8-18-18. Yeah. Ooh, I can't even say that. 8-18-18 at 8-18 a.m. or p.m. There you go. Yeah, they can really do it. Yeah, well, and this entire week, I don't know how you say it, palindrome? Oh, right. This all ba- can be backwards with yeah, the date. Yeah, because they can be backwards and forwards. Uh, well, somebody said that. I didn't actually test it out. So, but, yeah. I saw it on Facebook. Must yeah, be true, Yeah, right? it must be true. <laughs> it must be true. So, anyway, yeah, we have been tied up over a couple of weeks or three or maybe four, but we're back. Absolutely. And you have been very busy. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> I have, yes. You went and did a workshop. I did. I traveled up to North Central West Virginia and did a writing workshop. Yeah, yeah. two day, a Friday night and then a Saturday. And you it had was, a big turnout? Oh, yes. It was so nice. There were uh, a dozen of us counting me and... We just had the most fun. We laughed and laughed. I don't know that I'd ever had a writing class where we laughed so much. That's it was right. Explain, it was. explain a little bit about my your memoir. Writing class. Yeah, I, I don't know if we've ever gone into much depth. Oh, well, that's true. Um, my classes, I go by this author called Natalie Goldberg, and oh, she basically yes, yes, <laughs> and she says. Dive right in. Forget, you know, periods and grammar and spelling and even the lines on the page and don't cross out, just write. And so that's what I tell all my students. I We are there to get the stories out. Yeah. They can be edited later. And so I throw a topic out. We write for about 15 or 20 minutes. Then I stop them. At that point, and then we go around and we share. And I always start them off with chocolate, with Nancy's chocolate, (laughs) a big plate, and they all have to pick one off the plate and taste it, and then they write whatever it makes them feel. And some people, you know, you have those who are very, this is creamy, the raspberry flavor is, you know, they're they're very scientific. Sure. Then there's some who will write, I took a bite and I was back on Grandpa's knee in Christmas 1971 yeah. or something. You know, I mean, you just get all kinds. Sure. Or, you know, I hate coconut and I got coconut. And, <laughs> and then they'll go on about why they hate coconut. So it's, it's just fun. And I'll have them write about topics like how they learn to drive. And those are good stories. Oh, that would be a great story. I did that at a workshop up here one time. And our good friend Shelby Puckett, I don't think she'll mind me telling. She wrote about how she learned to drive on the tractor when she could barely see over the top. And Mm -hmm. there were a couple people who had stories like that up here. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's what we do. Yeah. I'm going to be starting, I think it's my 18th semester of college for older adults at the Reynolds Homestead. Yeah. 
um, for doing these memoir writing classes. That is such a great program. It I look is. at that. that I, I have to work, so I can't really participate in a lot of things like that. But it is a, a extremely good program. Yes, it is. Yeah. And we had about 45, I don't know how many people came yesterday just for an information tea, dessert and coffee, whatever. And... Um, and they got a discount if they came, and, oh. and they were so enthusiastic. Absolutely. So, I mean, it'll start uh, September 17th. Yeah. And it's cheap. Yeah. I mean, we only charge, I think it's $40, and you can, you can take any or all of the classes. Yeah, I, I, I was amazed. Yes, yeah. and then there's, you know, extra fees for when you go to a brewery or yeah. a winery, you know, one of our trips. Yeah. <laughs> so... And and somebody said, oh, gosh, you know, oh, I don't know, made some sort of medical quip about it. And I said, these are older adults in their, I don't know, 60s, 70s, 80s, who do the Tai Chi and the yoga no, and no. The, <laughs> the hikes. We have a hiking group mm-hmm. that really, I mean, I get tired. Mm-hmm. I've gone with them before. So we started a walking group for mm-hmm. those who don't want to do the hikes but they're all well planned i mean yeah. just historic walks those kind of things yep yeah so, definitely something. yes if you're in the patrick henry floyd area yes or wherever something. you live yeah if you can take no. uh, yeah i don't know um if this is a little tone sets the only place i've ever heard of this but I'm sure there must well, be Well, you other can programs. take adult ed classes, but this is, you know, this is college for older yeah, adults. It's special. Yeah, six weeks, yeah. it's special. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've not heard of any programs yeah. like this anywhere else. So. Mm-hmm. Quite unique. 18 years. 18 semesters. 18 semesters. That okay. I'll be doing. So right. that's nine years. Nine we've years. We've been okay. doing it. Yeah. yeah. Great. I know. All right, what else has been going on? Um we got Folk Fair coming up tomorrow, and yes. we've talked about that in the past. Yes, people coming to Meadows of Dan, hopefully. The yeah. Peach Festival was going on this evening down right. in that's Stewart. that's Virginia Peach Festival. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but tomorrow it'll be um, almost all of Meadows of Dan. We'll have lots of music and um, crafters and different things going mm-hmm. on. Lots of great food. The Baptist Church is making peach cobbler. Oh yes, lots and lots of peach cobbler. Oh yeah. And I don't. And I think the school is doing their fish again. Oh good. I think. Uh huh. And then the story space that oh, yes. I yeah. go to, you know, over in Floyd once a month. Uh huh. They are doing two hours of storytelling at yeah, the yeah. community building. So, so several of us will be telling great. stories. Yep. I still have to write mine. It's well, tomorrow it at twelve twenty two. That's my slot. <laughs> you'll get it. Yep, you'll, you'll get it. Okay. I will. Yep. About as prepared as we were for this. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's something to be said for extemporaneous exactly. speech. I think everyone should take a yeah. speech class. Just, just go for it, you know? Yeah, 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 because if you wait and plan, you may not do it. Exactly. 
Yep, yeah, I almost uh, wimped out on this one tonight, but that's well, yeah, you were tired. Out. You worked all day, took care of Dad. Yeah, and it was hot. It was hot. And we're not used to hot. It was like here. 87 in Metazidan. Yeah, I, it's I just saw. like horrible for us. Yeah. I know Ruthie's over there laughing at me, but for us, it's really horrible. Yeah, we do have guests yes, tonight. Yes, we do. They're, we have they're, two they're guests. They're saying they're going to be quiet, but... <laughs> I know it's nice to have an audience. Yeah, we have Ruthie and <laughs> in Amy. our studio. Yeah, so we have Ruthie and Amy today. Yeah, we yeah. just had a great salad out on oh. the porch, and do you know a rainbow came up? It did. It was beautiful, and we also had a visitor, a skunk, a little skunk came on. He was so the cute. He, he's my pal. Yeah, he was no problem. <laughs> So, uh, tell uh, you were going to tell us about your other little friend that's behind you. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. This is of the stuffed variety, and yeah. we'll certainly get a picture and share. Absolutely. Back when I was about, about seven years old, so that this would have been 1964? Yeah. Yeah, maybe even earlier. I'm not sure. I saved up my pennies, and I saved up the cereal box tops for Frosted Flakes, which we didn't get very often, so uh-huh. you know, they, they were precious. And I ordered a Tony the Tiger stuffed animal. And he has on his red bandana. Yeah. I mean, he is the symbol. And he has been the symbol since the mid-1950s yeah. for Kellogg's. And, and he looks kind of 50s-ish. Yeah, oh yeah, that, yeah. he sure does. Uh-huh. And um, so I have had him all these years, and I had him out to do a children's sermon at Mayberry Presbyterian. And, and you know, I was going to talk about different symbols and this and that, I don't know. And I was going to bring out Tony and then end with, God is great. <laughs> You know how he always said, they're great for Frosted Flakes. And since I didn't have any kids that week, I ended up taking him to my Alzheimer's groups that I do. I do two groups in Martinsville and two here in Stewart. And um, I was talking about symbols as art, art as symbols. Mm -hmm. And you're like holding up a little... You know, ceramic apple, and saying, yeah. "What does that make you think of?" and and so Tony was just part of that. Yeah, but sure. I, they they were excited when I pulled him out oh. because they're all older, but we're older. You yeah. know, we remember Tony the Absolutely. Tiger and TV commercials and yeah. all that kind of thing. So he's my bud, and I've had him all these years, so he's old. Yeah, you know, he's 50-some well, years old. Yeah, he looks great, though. Uh, Amy, did your kids have Tony the Tiger on TV that you could think of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. I didn't know if they still did him or... Um, well, probably we, in the last... I don't know. He's still around, though, because he? I... Yeah, I Googled and did some research before yeah, okay. the children's sermon. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he was still doing the the commercials in the nineties. Okay, I didn't. I did. Sure when. Yeah. Well, that's when yeah. your kids would have been young. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we probably ought to move on to a little sweet. And I have nothing. 
and all. That's the yarn. Oh, that's your yarn section. Yeah. I was thinking, wait a minute, that's not mine. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing at all. Uh, Amy is making a gorgeous blanket over there. She crocheted. Oh, it and is. She's, yeah, she's made several of them. Oh, a popular thing nowadays is a um, yarn that just changes colors in broad. You, you get big stripes. So it looks like she's added on to a different color each time, but it's all one skein of yarn. Yep. Oh, so It makes it really pretty. It is gorgeous. So would you mind that you will be our example this um, month, and we'll take a picture of your blanket? Sure. Of course we'll take a picture of your blanket. And the yarn, too, yeah, because yeah, that's the yeah. first time I've ever seen that. Yeah. yeah. You've made several of those, so yeah. they've all turned out gorgeous. Yeah, the the crochet pattern that you're using really brings out the colors. Brings out the colors. This particular yarn is just easy. Yeah. It does it well. So, and, and your mother was making one, and she was taking the white out mm -hmm. to make a totally different um, yeah. result. Right. She would cut the white out, whereas I left it in. Right. So it made a totally different result for her. So there's all kinds of things you can do with it, but it's it's a con, it's a consider uh, crochet eats up a lot of yarn compared to knitting, and so it's a considerable distance that the yarn is one color. Oh, so okay. that you get a pretty good stripe in it. So that's our knitting for today. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Today. We're glad you came along, Amy. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. That, that was grasping at straws in desperation. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to do... A little tart. A little tart. And we, we talked about your skunk. My skunk. Uh, yeah, and I just realized I haven't talked about my animals in ages and ages and ages. And you have such wonderful I animals. I have some sweet creatures. I have two rabbits and um, 30 some chickens now. I've kind of lost count of how many uh, that wound up at my place. I had a couple of friends that said they wanted chickens, so I ordered extra, and they took four. <laughs> <laughs> so I have all these chickens, which is fine, because I have plenty of people that want the eggs. And then I have the two goats, who are very entertaining. Tell them about your goats. Well, uh, it's Rose and Clara, and this morning I forgot to put them back in their pen. And I went to take care of Dad, and um, usually they're like waiting for me when I come out after I finish with him. Well, they weren't there, and I just went home and you know, packed my lunch and took care of the dogs. And Dad called and said, the goats are on the porch. Oh, no. And they had come looking for me. Oh. Because they knew they weren't supposed to be out. Oh. <laughs> and they, for me not to be there, they are very smart. But they're like dogs. I let them out every morning, and then I let them out in the evening. And they just run around, and then when I'm ready for them to go back in, I get a little grain and call them, and they come flying back. And it's fine. But anyway, I've been a little tiny bit careless. Uh, my dad has been in rehab all summer. And um, so the house, the property's been kind of sitting empty. I've been going over there and tending to the animals, you know, and, and just being there a little while. 
and a family of raccoons came and visited my feed bin. Uh, my feed bin is a, a wooden cabinet that's sitting on my dad's front porch. And we all thought it was just perfect. It's, it is. It is still just perfect, except the raccoons were clever enough to take part of the side off so that they could get in. Yeah, so you had the doors tied or yeah, something. Yeah, the, tor- the doors were barricaded and everything. Uh, so, But they were able to figure out how to pull these slats that made up the side out. So they made a hole big enough for themselves. Well, I, went, I came in that day, and I saw the hole. I thought, well, that's weird. You know, maybe the weather had um, affected it, and they had dropped out, because they were just put in with little pins, look like staples. So I bar- put a barricade up to keep whatever, you know, from getting in there. The cat, mainly, because that's where I kept the cat food. And I went in, I fixed Dad's breakfast, and I came out and opened the doors. And there sit three little raccoons <laughs> staring at me. And they're kind of like, oh my goodness. And I'm kind of like, oh my goodness. And so I opened the door, both doors as wide as they would go, and went to do whatever. And I came back, and they were still sitting there. They were happily eating, weren't they? Well, no, they were just staring at me. And I thought surely they would come out when I wasn't there. But they didn't. They sat there. And (laughs) we had a nurse coming to evaluate Dad for his physical therapy, so I had to do something. She was coming at 9 o'clock, and this was like (laughs) 8.15. Because they couldn't, like, you know, you want to make an impression and not that kind of impression when somebody comes in like that. So, um... So I start kind of like poking at them, you know. I don't want to hurt them, but I try to, to poke at it. Well, they reach up and grab the thing, the stick, you know. It's like, oh. We're going to play. <laughs> oh, 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 this is fun. This is something new. Because they got these clever little hands. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so that didn't work. So I finally figured out, I kind of moved things around trying to scare them, and I found three more. There were six in there, not the three. And so I finally figured out, I undid my barricade, and they went through the hole where they came. Oh, yeah. And they all landed in a flower pot outside. And I've got a picture, and I'll put it on. They were the cutest things. They were just adorable. And But it was a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, how does one defenseless woman protect herself from six raccoons and mama? Oh, yeah. So I put it on Facebook, of course, and my very clever friend, Chris, up in Connecticut, um, immediately solved the problem. She got on the Virginia Department of Game uh, website, and it's illegal to move a wild animal. You, You can't do it. You're not supposed to do it. And there were so many reasons why not to do it with seven. Because these were little raccoons, and they needed their mama. Right. So if I caught two and moved them, and then caught two more and moved them, well, they would get separated from their mom, and I might never catch the mom. They're clever. Uh, So I couldn't do that. So we've instituted a program of humane harassment. I love that. It's what they called it. Uh, We turned the light on and kept it up there for a couple of weeks. And then I took kitty litter and put it in sandwich bags with the poop and all, dirty kitty litter and Ooh. poked little holes and, and tacked it to around the edges of the cabinet. Ooh. They came back one time, according to my game camera, and then they never came back. 
Wow. Because they don't like dirty. Ah. They're very clean animals. Ah. Uh, so the little critters are gone, and I'm very happy. And they're and all together safe somewhere. Wow. <laughs> so that's all it took was a little bit of cat poop. Yeah, a little bit of cat poop in the light. And probably the fact that Dad is back. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there was nobody there full time. So it was like Liberty Hall. It was like, oh, boy, no people. We'll just have a party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Amy had one. She doesn't, She probably don't want to tell it, but right about the same time period, Papa, or a raccoon, showed up on her doorstep, uh, or showed up on her porch while she was having dinner. Oh, yeah. One night. And was like trying, looking in her house through the screen, <laughs> like he's going to go in and make himself at home. So she had to shoo him away, too. But that's adventures on the farm. Absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah. I think you should tell about how your cat interacts with. Yeah. The oh, the yeah. skunk. Yeah, your well, they, skunk. Well, they, you all, y'all, <laughs> the three of you were sort of freaking out. No. Because oh. this, well, except for Leslie. All right, the yeah. two of them. I'm were, used to skunks. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they were sort of freaking out because this skunk is just walking across my yard. And what, at one point it was maybe 15 feet or yeah, whatever. He wasn't worried And I'm, I'm used to him because yeah. he comes all the time. And, um, in fact... One of the the woman who lived in this house, Mrs. Wood, and mm-hmm. raised her family here, she had a skunk who would come up on the porch and visit with her. Uh-huh. And one of her grandchildren told me that on Facebook uh. once when I took a picture. He said, well, Grandma had a skunk. So, you know, skunks only live about 10 years oh, or yeah. so. So I figured this was like the third generation yeah, or probably, something you know. from... Yeah, because this one will come up. But my cat, Clue, and this particular skunk, you know, um, rub noses, they play and romp in the yard. And yeah, yeah, so, and I'm not worried about rabies or whatever because this skunk has been around for years. I mean, you you know, he's vaccinated. Yeah, the first time I ever noticed him, um, I had looked up, and Clue went out, and I thought, oh my gosh, who is she walking up towards? You know, another cat, they're going to fight. And all of a sudden, I realized skunk, and I'm like, oh no, Clue. But Clue walked right up, and the two of them started rubbing noses. They were kissing, yeah. you know? And I thought, okay. Well, she and, probably knew him already. Oh, she already knew him, yeah. 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 And then I came home one night. And I was walking, and the skunk was right where I pulled my car in. Mm -hmm. And I have to walk quite a distance down here to the house. And and I sat for a while. I'm like, skunk, go away. You know, I want to go inside the house. And finally, I just said, all right, I'm just going to have to do this. And I started walking down the yard, and the skunk kept pace walking down the yard you know, with about 25 feet in between us. But, you know, he'd look over at me. I'd take a couple more steps. And right when I got down by the porch, he walked right in front of me, just across the porch, just sort of, you know, ha, 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 ha. And that's when I thought, okay, I guess I have a new friend. (laughs) And now it's been a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They they are such pretty things. When we were, we came home one night and, it was a mama with about five little ones. Oh. 
Uh, it's like, oh, it would have been such fun to just grab that last little one. Yes. Out of the, yeah. <laughs> well, my friend Ray Dietz um, has taken my writing class. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's all 18 times, but almost all. Wow. And he had, and he's in his late 80s. Yeah. And he had a pet skunk. They were haying when he was a young boy up on the dairy farm. Yeah. And um, they were haying, and so the tractor turned over this little baby skunk and so he ended up having a pet skunk his whole life so he had told us how sweet and smart and just really good the pet and then his kids had pet skunks in martinsville yeah i've (laughs) known of a few pet skunks over the years but but yeah uh, you know that, that i always kind of have a live and let live attitude about the animals oh on yeah the farm. I don't want them coming in the house yeah <laughs> and even when we had gardens deer would walk right through and rabbits would walk right through and they really didn't do that much damage right you right. know it's kind of like I'll leave you alone you leave me alone and we'll, we'll get along fine well and it's like we all uh, you know hear the bear stories oh, a yeah. lot of our friends have bears right. and one of my friends there's a couple cubs and they climb up in the tree and throw down the apples to them. I mean, and they just get the biggest kick out of watching these uh, bears. Yeah, they're interesting. And, you know, the bears have been... We we see more bears than we used to when I was a kid. Yeah. But uh, there also were no rabbits at all when I was a kid. There's been more this year than I've seen in a long time. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, things are things are a little different. So, okay, anything else about critters? Clue was happy to see you come back from your trip. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Uh, let's she, see, Knightley and Emma and their pet cat, Darcy, are doing all right, but they haven't had any huge adventures lately. So. I know. I I miss. I haven't walked with them. We in haven't a while. walked lately. We need to get back into that. That's for sure. And I, well, I've I had these styes in my eyes. Yeah, you've this past week. Good. Yeah, this past week, I've, I just, I feel, you know, everyone says, "Gosh, I had styes when I was a kid." I say, everyone has styes when they're kids, and nobody when they're old, yeah. <laughs> except me. Well, it's not, <laughs> it's not comfortable for sure. No, yeah. and you hear all these things, you know. Sty Sty must have told a lie. Oh. And, I mean, there's all these little sayings that that yeah. uh, kids talk about, and all the treatments. I've been putting tea bags on my yeah, eyes. Yeah. Of course, I I got a prescription too, of ointment, yeah. and um, but when I only have really good vision in one eye, I can't put the ointment in except when I'm going to bed. Well, yeah, yeah, it's going to take longer to knock it out. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. But, well, it's been an education. And right. Old wives' tales, eating raisins, and <laughs> baby shampoo on your yeah. eyelashes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, when Daddy had his eye surgeries, I had to, for his cataracts, I had to wash his eyes with baby shampoo. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah. Too. Bummer. It doesn't hurt. It's no more tears. It's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Yes. So. We're talking about treatments. Well, yeah, that's going to come up in...
Okay. Yes, well, uh, I didn't get a chance. I was going to talk to my mom about a recipe. We did a recipe um, last time. And we also still need your stories until the end of this month about unusual birthday food requests for our contest. Yes, so please, dear listeners. Yeah, yeah, so so tell us something. There's got to be something funny that somebody has asked you for or something unusual. And it might not seem unusual to you. Mm-hmm. But, and it might be a, a, a cultural or a part of the country thing that would be different. I mean, if somebody asked me for a plate of fried oysters, that would be unusual. That's true. For us. Yes, yes. You know, so, so, yeah, keep that in mind and um, go on to our um, website. You can find ways to enter. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but we were talking today about terrible things, and you have a cure Oh, for muscle cramps, legs. Bad muscle cramps in your legs. Yes, and I certainly didn't come up with this. I I think the first time I ever heard it was, I'm sure, on the People's Pharmacy on on NPR. Um, And I have had leg cramps and have put the soap under the bottom sheet, you know, the little sheet. And that really does help, too. Okay. And and the reason I know that is because if I forget, I'll get a cramp. Mm. And that happened in West Virginia. I slept the first night, and I mentioned to my sister the next morning, I said, oh, I slept pretty good, except I got a really bad cramp in my ankle, Mm. which is an odd place. And she said, well, you don't have your soap under. I have a motel soap in my suitcase so she put it under the sheet and I never had another one the next few nights Um, but these muscle cramps that come they just can be paralyzing and and just really really hurt and all you have to do is take a teaspoonful of mustard and I swear within 30 to 60 seconds that pain will dissipate Plain old French's classic I, yellow mustard. That's We're all you sitting need. Here, so. That <laughs> is all you need. Yeah. We keep it at the Reynolds Homestead for people. We have one lady who comes to dinner and a movie, mm-hmm. and many a time her husband comes running. You know, I'm usually washing dishes while right, the movie's yeah. going on, and he'll come knocking on the door and he'll say, "My wife's having a leg cramp." I said, "All right, here you go." And <laughs> he's come for the mustard. So. Yep. You know, it. I, I, I always think that it's fairly common, but other people don't know this. So well, we want people to know because it's certainly an easy solution. Sure. I keep it up by my bed, little yellow mustard packets in my car. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's easy to get a hold of the little packets uh-huh. and just throw them uh-huh. in your car. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, I, I never even thought about it as a cramp. Um I was walking. I was living in a house with concrete floors, and I was working in a store with concrete floors, mm. and so my legs would hurt me. Oh yes. You know, and one day I was walking across the store um, sales floor, and this pain seized up in this big muscle in my thigh, and I just went down on the floor. Oh yeah, that's I couldn't the worst. stand. I couldn't do. I, mean, I was rolling. Around in the floor with this pain, but I never thought about it as cramp. I just thought about it as this is really bad pain. Right, right. Your muscle was cramping. Yeah, and I don't know how long it was before I got back up. And ever since then, it's been 20 years at least, 
it hurts right there when I touch it. Mm -hmm. It's still hurt. The other side doesn't, mm -hmm. but down that one leg. So I should have gotten me some mustard, and I probably wouldn't be hurting <laughs> for 20 years. Well, I, I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah. And pickle juice will help also. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what mustard even. Well, I know mustard has a plant. It has vinegar and turmeric and, and stuff in it. Yeah. yeah, and the actual. So I have no idea why it works, but yeah, who's who am I to question why if the yep. pain goes away? If the pain goes away. Yes. So, so maybe that will help somebody yeah. somewhere. And we also had a, you mentioned the rainbow a few minutes ago, mm -hmm. and um, there was a song that pops into my mind every time I see a rainbow, because that we sang at church when um, I was little, and I think it also in Bible school, and it was like red and yellow and pink and green, purple and orange and blue, I can sing a rainbow sing a rainbow, uh, you can too, or something like that. And um, listen with your eyes, listen with your eyes, sing everything you see. You can sing a rainbow, sing along with me. Well, um, I think Amy kind of knew about it, I can, uh, but Ruthie and uh, Beth didn't know it. So I've we, never heard it in my yeah. life. Yeah, It's great. Yeah, so I put it up on uh, Found it on YouTube and put it up on Facebook. Yeah. So it, um, but yeah, it was a delightful song. And so the the funny thing was, see, I learned it as red and yellow and pink and green, purple and orange and blue. Well, there's no pink in a rainbow. Right. And uh, the version you had had the correct colors, uh, but other people had commented on the um, YouTube. That oh yeah you fix it you do because we learned it pink and pink wasn't right and <laughs> but you remembered it the yeah, way you that learned was exactly it. the way we sang it all those years ago it was a long time ago I can sing a rainbow see I, I just think that's the song. best title it was great what a beautiful yeah, you title you can sing a rainbow sing along with me or mm -hmm. so. Yeah, but, we learned something today. Yeah, and and it's amazing that those things stick with you from so long ago. Because it's getting longer and longer ago. It is. <laughs> when I years, look at old know? Tony here, it's like, wait a minute, yeah. I can remember taking him to bed. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> now I keep him in a special he, bag. He, yeah, he said, we'll have to take his picture. We'll, we'll put him with Amy's afghan. There you go. And take their pictures. So, uh, let's see, what else have we been doing? Uh, we got book club coming up Monday. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about the folk fair. Got anything good going on at the homestead? We have an Alpha Gal symposium next oh, Saturday yeah. about Alpha Gal talking. We keep talking about diseases tonight. Well, it's one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. The tick-based allergic reaction yeah. disease. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the ticks are. Oh, I've learned something about ticks that um, I didn't know. Did you know that ticks um, ne are actually born in mouse nests? In their nests. Yeah, and that's where Lyme disease came from, from them biting, biting white white-footed mice. 
Oh. And that's how they spread the disease. Wow. And you can inoculate your your area around your house by putting, um, and I should have looked it up again, but um, it's a fairly benign insecticide, like perithium or something mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. that um, it doesn't actually kill the um, all the insects in the environment. It's specific to um, break the life cycle. Okay, of the um, mice or of the, the, of the um, ticks. Mm. So what you do is you get a toilet paper tube and you stuff it full of cotton that has been uh, soaked or powdered with this um, insecticide, and then you put it out in the in the long grass around your yard, and the mice will come and get the cotton and put it in their nests. Oh wow. And they actually sell these things for quite a bit of money. But you can make your own. But you can make your own Hmm. for considerable less. So, but that that was a new thing I learned. Well, how about you just get a couple good mousing cats and a big old black snake and have them eat all the mice? Well, and that does help, I'm sure. Right. Yeah, but you know, but you know, the for every one mouse your cat catches, how many are still out there having babies? I know. Yeah. Especially the field mice. You yeah. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's the white-footed, I think I said it was the white-footed, um, mm-hmm. it's a specific breed of mouse, wow. which we have here, mm-hmm. uh, because the cats have brought them in, yeah. and, I, and they invaded my house once, mm. but that was in years before. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was another time when nobody was living in my house, and I was looking after my grandfather, and... Apparently, my dog had just decided that, well, they're here, and it's no big deal, and I came in one day, and I had her dog food sitting in a bag on the porch, and there were six mice in there, and I said, what do I do now? So I picked one up, and I called her over, and I dropped it, and from then on, we killed mice. Her and I. Oh, I lost count in the 30s. Wow. Of how many mice were in that old house. Um, but I wasn't there. Right, right. And so, sure. you know, they just moved in. Uh, I had a bird. Uh, one night I woke up and the bird's cage was in front of the window and there was a mouse sitting on top of the curtain looking at me. Oh, know? that's... Of course, it was eating the bird seed. Mm. Now, that would creep out some people big Well, it was time. sort of creepy, yeah. you know, but they were these cute little white-footed mice. Right. They weren't the gray house mouse. Right. And they were they were cute little things, but I didn't want them in my house. No, 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 no. Yeah, and so, uh, no. so, uh, no. but yeah, once Lily got the idea that I didn't like them, she was a demon. I found dead mice everywhere. <laughs> wow. Good dog. Yep. All right, now we have talked about some weird things tonight. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Say anything else? I'm trying to think. We loved a gentleman in Moscow, oh, the book. Yes. So that was that was one of our reads um, this month. Yeah, that was by Tau- Alan- Tamor. Towels, something Towels. like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's a gentleman in Moscow. I'm sorry, I messed his book. name up. A yeah. more Towels. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely book. Great book. Yeah. Very probably probably the best one I've read this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year we haven't. Oh, um, 
I know what the next book is. It's yours. Oh no, that's what I. That's why I was afraid. In <laughs> September with Amy. Oh, when we were yours. Yeah, Nate. when we were yours. I'm gonna start reading that. It's on yeah, my pile. Yeah, that was the best book I read last year. Mm-hmm. I, really I haven't read it yet, so yeah. I'm looking forward. It to it. It was so good. It, it's painful. It's, yeah. It's, well, it's painful in a way, and it's uplifting in a way. But The Gentleman in Moscow was a lovely book. Oh, man. Yeah, very, oh. very nice. Yeah, I'm not, I'm reading uh, Peter Mayle's uh, Year in Province again. Oh, yeah? Because I just love it. Oh, well, good for you. Yeah, and um, I haven't, and we've got um, The Mapmaker's Children by Sarah Somebody. I don't know. I, I <laughs> honestly, I read a couple chapters and just put it down. Yeah. Well, I read the whole thing, and um, so that's for our book club on Monday. So that will probably make an interesting discussion. Yeah. And do you know, after the meeting, I may be yeah. enthused. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll be. We we have a great group, so there's always mm-hmm. an interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's see. I don't can't think of anything else. Oh, I've been treating myself to Joyce Carol Oates. Oh, that's nice. I don't know why I like her. I like her. Yeah. I don't like all of her books, but yeah. I, 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 several I like very much. Well, this one was called The Grave Digger's Daughter. Mm-hmm. There's not a single character in there that's likable, but I devoured that book. Oh, good. It was really, really... She's just such a good writer. Yes, so she's compelling. a beautiful writer. Yeah, so compelling. Yeah. So, and um, I have another one on my list, but I decided to take a break because it gets intense. Okay, I think we ought to wrap it up. Well, it's been fun. It's yes. just been a potpourri evening. Yes, and thank you, ladies, for being with us. Our show notes can be found at quincepodcast.com. We also have a Facebook page, Quince Podcast. We can be found on iTunes under Quince Podcast, or it might be easier to look for Leslie Sheeler or Beth Almond Ford. And we also are on Stitcher Radio if you have that app on your phone or tablet. And we will be back hopefully in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.